everybody, welcome to another episode of the Student Affairs Podcast Series. My name is Sashella Derling and I'm going to be your host again today. And I am very much looking forward to this podcast as we're going to be talking to the amazing director of the LGBTQ Plus Center. But what makes this podcast so cool is I'm actually having a co-host today. So I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I am Samantha McKenzie. I'm the student advocate in the Dean of Students office, and I'm so excited to be doing this I'm talking about how we can support our LGBTQ plus students. Hey, hey, good. Um, good morning, everybody. My name is Byron Terry. I am the director of the LGBT Center. I use he, they pronouns. Super happy to be here. Um, ready to share what the LGBT Center has to offer to you all in addition to um, putting us out there, right? Because one of the biggest things that we want to do is find out how we can connect to more students. Um, what do you all want to see from the LGBT Center and just much, much more. So this is a great opportunity and happy to be here. And thank you to the both of you for taking time out of your busy schedules to come and share this wonderful information with our student population. We're going to go ahead and dive right on into this podcast with my very first question for you, Byron. And basically, if you could just share some of the key LGBTQ plus resources at UofL and how they contribute to creating a supportive environment for the LGBTQ plus community. Perfect, perfect. So I guess I want to start off with a little, little bit of history, right? So the LGBT Center um, is actually the oldest LGBT Center in the South. We're also one of the top 40 LGBT centers in the nation, right? Um, this is through the Campus Pride Index. And so um, every day we're striving to live up to that, um, that achievement and award and, you know, hold place for that. So some of the things that we do are um, events, right? So one of the main things about the LGBTQ plus community is building community. Um, what we know is that the LGBTQ population has the largest um, youth homeless and houthless population. And so because of that, a lot of students come to us um, and need a community and need a support, right? So um, we have tons of events that students can participate in. Um, some of our key events are a Pride Keynote. Um, we have Pink. Um, we do a thing called Get Prep where we work with UK. And with Get Prep, we basically um, get tested uh, for HIV on both campuses, and the winner gets to take home a beautiful trophy for that year and bragging rights. I wish I had it with me to show off, but, you know, um, stop by the LGBT Center, give you reason to stop by, and you'll be able to see that. Another great resource that we have is our student groups, right? We have so many student groups, and we're always building and expanding more. So we have Saga, we have Shades, we have um, Carnal Drag House, um, we've had transitions in the past, and so um, we're willing to work with students, connect them to groups that they believe would be best for them, and actually really build out and create space as well. Um, we also help students with day-to-day -day things, right? So we do student coaching. So what student coaching looks like is that we have students, um, it's completely voluntary, they can reach out, sign up, and student coaches not only is a place where students can share um, troubles that they're going through or find support and resources, but it's also to give you someone to share victories with, someone who might be able to connect you with uh, maybe a job opportunity that we've heard about, or, you know, I know someone who has a similar interest, maybe you all can work together, right? So we really do a lot of service and resources here. Um, it's me in the office and it's also um, my coworker, Godi, as well. Um, they are the new assistant director, yay, Godi. Um, and so, yes, we work really, really hard to make sure that um, we create space um, and not just a space that is um, 
one dimensional, we're really big on intersectionality. So, um, yeah, those are some of the things that we offer. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I, that is really, I didn't, I knew it was a well-known and really well-respected center. I didn't know it was the first one in the South. And so that is uh, really awesome to hear that UofL in general was proactive and established that first. And that kind of actually leads into my question. So we talked a little bit about the LGBTQ plus center, what you all do, but kind of bigger picture, um, in what ways does the university promote uh, inclusivity and diversity for LGBTQ plus students? And are there specific programs or initiatives um, that exist outside of just um, what, what the center does? Absolutely. Um, so one of the things I didn't mention in the last thing is a resource that we offer that's really big is trainings, right? Um, so we offer safe zone trainings, trainings on pronouns, um, gender, et cetera. And so a lot of um, departments and other resource groups come and work with us to make sure that um, their language is inclusive. They come and work with us to make sure that they're up to date and all these great things about um, the LGBTQ plus community, but also themselves as too, right? You don't have to be a part of the LGBTQ community to learn and gain resources from us as well. Another thing that we do is um, reach out and work with different spots in the community, right? So whether it's community service or just different things of that nature, um, we do that as well. We've worked with housing in the past. We have a learn living learning community or a themed housing where students that are part of the LGBTQ plus community or identifies as allies can definitely be a part of that community as well. And then in addition to that, we worked with housing to recently work with policies that um, support our trans students. Um, also, in addition to those things, um, we, we like I mentioned before, we work with UK. We really want to branch out and work with uh, campuses across just to build like a coalition, for lack of better words, right? Um, so uh, K-State, a student from K-State actually reached out to me yesterday um, and was very interested. Um, they started a student group and they were just very interested in support and help. And so we are, um, as a university, you know, just providing our support, helping guidance as they build up their space for LGBTQ plus students, right? So the work that we do um, because of the reputation and title that we have really branches out to other spaces um, on campus, right? So I've had the opportunity to work with Employee Success and they're one of our biggest partners that offer, um, that work with me to offer trainings consistently for, um, for uh, the campus population, our employees and things of that nature. Um, Gosh, there's just so many people that I've had the opportunity to work. Athletics, right? Um, athletics and I have worked together to create an LGBTQ plus student intern, right? And so that intern did projects that related to athletics, but they also did projects that related to um, LGBT and the intersection of those things, right? So they might be at games, tabling, passing out shirts, they're doing research, they're creating infographics and things of that nature. So we really work with a lot of departments on campus. Greek life, right? Um, as I continue to talk, so many pop into my head, right? We've done events. Um, with Greek life um, to highlight. Um, one of them was called um, Hidden Figures to talk about LGBTQ plus members that were Greek, but also um, lived in the past. So it was a radical celebration because during, you know, it was illegal to be gay at, at a certain point in history, right? So we uh, were able to highlight and bring light to those things with the Greek community as well and members of their community. So we really work really hard to work with so many departments across campus and create space that way. There are a ton of initiatives that the LGBTQ plus center are taking on. And I love that. I love that for the LGBTQ plus students and the community overall, because I think you're spot on creating those coalitions and making those connections. 
just show that we're supporting our students. So I love that. So kind of to bounce off of that, um, are there any other specific measures or initiatives in place that not only ensure LGBTQ academic success, but also contribute to their overall well-being and social integration within the community? Absolutely. So like I had mentioned before, we um, do an event called Pink. Um, with Pink, we actually get someone to be a house parent from the local drag community. Um, we have worked with Sweet Evening Breeze. Um, we have worked with Louisville Youth Group and just different LGBTQ plus organizations as well. The university as a whole has participated in the pride celebration that goes on in the city in June. Um, and also we've done just tons and tons of things that make sure that we are um, integrating the work that we do um, and integrating outside community members, also alumni, right? So we've done events with alumni um, panel discussions, just talking about the LGBT Center here and now, where Brian Buford, which is the um, founder of the LGBT Center, um, and I had a conversation about like where this LGBT Center ha has been, what the struggles were with um, actually um, creating an LGBT center in that time and being one of the first all the way into what we look forward in the future, right? Because I think a lot of the great work that we're able to do is built on the foundation that came before us, right? Somebody had to lay down the bricks, somebody had to put down the foundation. So I'm able to uh, attach to all these things and build foundations and have all these intersectional conversations because of the work that was put in before me. So I'd never, never take that for granted. And I know that we're able to build the center and the spaces that we want to on campus that provide safety, belonging, community um, on campus and off simply because of those foundations. Awesome. So I know you mentioned a couple of events at the beginning, um, but which ones are coming up kind of soon and recently? And then I know there's a lots of different ways for students to get involved. And I also know that there's different ways for faculty and staff to get involved because I think there is a faculty and staff association as well. Um, and so if somebody was interested in learning more, how how do they get in touch with you all? Absolutely. So um, you can always email us. You can always go to the LGBTQ plus website. That's louisville.edu slash LGBT. Um, and then you can find our information there as well as some of the things that we have going on. Um, so for this upcoming year, we've got, um, well, semester, we have great events coming up. Um, tomorrow, we actually have a Black HIV trivia that will be hosted in Shoemaker. Please check out our Instagram. That is another way to get in touch with us. Um, we have our Get Activist event coming up where we bring in local community members um, that talk about activism, how they get involved in community, how students can use their voices to be active on their campus and community as well. Um, we're doing our Trans Week of Visibility coming up this year, which is Rainbow Walk, where we'll do some chalking on campus um, just to support pride to LGBTQ plus centers. And we know that chalking has a history here that we want to honor and support and make sure students feel safe and protected as they chalk these campuses. Um, we're doing a movie screening, um, Pink, of course, a screening of Barrier Rustin. We're doing a blood drive coming up in April, which is like almost taboo in the LGBTQ plus community because historically LGBTQ plus members haven't been able to give blood, especially gay men, um, because of HIV scares. But um, we do know that uh, those laws and things have changed, um, allowing L LGBTQ plus members to do that. So we're going to be having the blood drive, passing out information about like the history and things of that nature, because a lot of people don't know that history, right? So it's time to not only share history, but also share accomplishments and movement forward. Um, and then also, once again, I mentioned we got Get Prep coming up. 
And then lastly, to end out the year, we always do our lavender graduation where we celebrate graduates um, that identify as LGBTQ plus or allies. And they have the ceremony, rainbow cords and just different things of that nature. So we have a lot of great things coming up and we're super, super excited about that. I really appreciate how engaged the LGBTQ plus center is in creating events, creating these connections and creating these spaces for our LGBTQ plus students. I hope whoever is listening definitely gets connected and uh, feels safe and, and feels comfortable engaging in LGBTQ plus community here at the University of Louisville. So thank you so much for sharing all of that wonderful information. I think it's going to be super beneficial for students and help them connect. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up with, did you know that the LGBTQ plus center is located on the Belknap campus in the cultural and equity center? So be sure to stop by or visit online at louisville.edu slash lgbt all right everybody thank you so much for your time i really appreciate both of you and we will go ahead and wrap this up take care everyone